This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Cross, Aaron Hawksworth with you. So excited about Off the Board because I am very impressed with our social media team. I saw this tweet and I thought, you know what? This was an A-plus job. So the BetQL app got wind of, and the ex-BetQL app, ex-account I should say, got wind of uh, Drake in Los Angeles and he's holding up a Chargers jersey. And we all know that the Canadian rapper has been connected with cursing teams. So uh, the app, the BeckQL app tweeted, Chargers are minus 105 to miss the playoffs, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Just saying. Odds courtesy of BetMGM. I thought that was very uh, well done by our social media team, Ed. This is an example of, okay, when the Toronto Raptors won the NBA championship and it was all about Drake and all the great parties he was putting on, things like that, you may just think of that in a vacuum and go, well, okay, you know, certainly uh, championships are capable when he's uh, a supporter. Uh, But no, more often than not, this leads to bad things. And so I would like to uh, open up BetQL Court, if I may, and put Drake in jail Mm. for this. So I'm actually intrigued because more often than not nowadays, I'm seeing tweets, Instagram posts. Drake is a big better. This guy puts down like a million dollars on games. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if he's up or down, but I would love to hear what is really going on. Is is this going the Phil Mickelson route or is this guy up? I, I, I'm just very fascinated by his betting habits, Ed. I'm curious if he has a team around him. Like, does he have his own analytics team or his own group line shopping, those kinds of things? That's what I'm curious about. Or does does he just go off of feel or go off of some random nugget of inside information and he just pounces on it? Because that's certainly not a way to bet. You, you got to be a little bit more thorough than that and, and do a good bit more homework. So I don't know if like some books are more than happy to take his money because uh, he is down, but I'm with you. I'd like a little bit more information as far as his overall success level. And if he has like a, a team of, of good betters and good analysts around him to where he is able to, to help them out uh, when he does cash in. So I always see when Drake is betting that it's with stake and that he signed a $100 million per year. So <laughs> a guy who doesn't even need that money has it now to gamble. So maybe that's also what going is going on. It's an endorsement with stake.com, which is an Australian uh, billionaire owns it, but I think it's in Canada 
um obviously that's where he's placing most of his bets it says here from casino.org that drake has wagered over a billion dollars on stake do we believe that fake news it could happen i think probably possible i think so too because every time i see that he's gambling it's for like a million so if you're betting a million you only need a thousand bets and then you're good yeah. If one unit is a million bucks, good for you, Drake. I'm I'm jealous, that's for sure. By the way, Drake, if you want to ever oh. hang out in the valley because of those millions, uh you've come to the right place. Like I will I will right? formally apologize to you for cursing uh all teams that you're a supporter of. So just you know, throwing I, that out there. It, it crossed my mind, hmm. Should I try to do an all-out effort to get Drake on the show, find his publicist, keep keep bugging them and bugging them and then talk to Drake about his betting habits. I would be fascinated with that interview. Yeah. Drake lions uh, plus six and a half. You like that side total? What do you think? Drake? <laughs> exactly. All right. So the Eagles and the Browns are doing joint practices. And this headline oh, also brought to you by pro football talk. The Eagles took cheap shots at Deshaun Watson in joint practices. And I was reading this piece and uh, they're doing two joint practices. So the first day it says like they, they look at the tape. So the second day got chippy and they were basically like, thank goodness there's not a third day. And I was disappointed. I like to see some fights break out. I like it when things get intense. But, uh, yeah, apparently Josh Sweat knocked the ball out of Deshaun Watson's hands, and that's pretty much a no-no in practice when quarterbacks uh, have the ball. It's kind of like an unwritten rule. Like, you don't touch them like that. So, yeah, you're just not supposed to do that, apparently. And uh, Josh Sweat didn't care. Uh, right. <laughs> nor, nor would he. I mean, uh, you know, this is a feisty Eagles defense to begin with. I mean, we didn't need the story to know that. Uh, and this is a hungry group coming up just sort of short of the Super Bowl. And they feel like maybe they're being overlooked a little bit. So they're trying to establish a culture that way, a mentality, and let the world know, hey, look, this defense is absolutely for real. And they are for real. They, they are a really good defense. At the same time, I'm just curious, you know, to get slightly serious here, Aaron, with what Deshaun Watson did off the field, the, the improprieties, so to speak, I wonder mm-hmm. what his overall reputation is within the league. One of those things where if you have a chance to hit or affect or just get, you know, the, the gears grinding uh, for a player who did those kinds of things, is that sort of a, a point of pride, uh, something that you would consider a, a successful venture uh, to be able to do those kinds of things. You know, you put the target on your back for uh, misbehaving, uh, to put it mildly, and maybe there's an opportunity to kind of get back at him a little bit. And I wonder if that's an element in any of this. I don't know, but I, I certainly know many folks who would sort of take that opportunity unto themselves if, say, they were, you know, opposite Deshaun Watson, regardless of whatever you're supposed to be doing in a joint practice, still, though, if you have a chance to hit him, rough him up a little bit, then you're going to take it. I 
the same thing crossed my mind. Like, is this guy even going to make it a full season? I mean, defensive mm-hmm. defensive players and the defensive line already, you know, they are raised to go after quarterbacks, let alone any off-the-field things that may fuel <laughs> them even more. And maybe there is some jealousy there, um, some resentment that this guy had these allegations, got the bag, and is getting a second chance. And I would not be surprised if we do see some of that. I was thinking about this also, like how does this um, narrative affect how we might bet on this preseason game tomorrow? Does it change your opinion one way or the other? We are talking about that three and a half spread. Honestly, it doesn't for me because if, you know, and this is more theoretical than anything else. I don't have data to back this up. But it does seem to me like with joint practices, you get quite familiar with your opponent and familiarity, you know, at least when it comes to say division games in the regular season, those games tend to be lower scoring. And so Mm -hmm. I wonder if because they know each other that this is when the defenses shine a little bit more. And so in that aspect that the Eagles defense happens to be playing well, which I think is sort of, you know, reading between the lines as far as the story is concerned, then the Browns defense may also play well because you got a couple of great pass rushers there. So I wonder if this is kind of a defense reign supreme kind of a thing. Maybe the under is the more prudent play, but when it comes to the three and a half point spread, I wonder if the Browns can cover that just because it's going to be a lower scoring affair. Mm-hmm. And the total, there's a 37 and a half, a 38 and a half. That's already pretty low. And we saw the trend of overs were profitable so I'm torn. Stay tuned for tomorrow mm-hmm. when we give our uh, our sides and totals on this one. All right, I want to get to this and because sharp. I know Paul has Paul has ties uh, to this story. But I thought this was funny from uh, BSO.com. Skip Bayless is scared to debate Fox Sports One's Nick Wright, according to sources inside FS1. Paul uh, is also, well, Paul and Nick went to Syracuse together. Paul, does this surprise you at all? Or do you think there's some validity to this headline? Um, no, it, I think there's some validity to it. I do think, I think Nick would eat his lunch every day. And there, it's happened once before. And he hasn't, like reading through some articles, he has not been invited back. I guess something similar kind of happened with Bomani Jones. And I mean, look, I went to school with Nick. We we're the same year. Did some radio together. He was obviously much better at it, but you know, and he's done great for himself. And he was one of those guys that you could just tell like was going places. And then we reconnected in Houston when I was working down there, he was on the radio down there and like, I don't want to say we contributed to his career, but you know, we did have him on for a weekly spot, made sure to give him a spot every day Mm. to do the TV thing. Not, Mm. you know, but just putting that out there, but no, he's, he's done awesome for himself. And I do think he's, I think skip, Skip needs to at least have the, from my perspective, producer perspective, like the perceived, you know, position as the alpha on the show. And with Nick, he's never going to have that because Nick's going to challenge him with everything and just like he's going to probably destroy him. Whereas like a Stephen A is fine bringing on a mad dog, another strong personality. And that works. I, I don't know what Skip needs, but I would be surprised. This headline does not surprise me. Really quick, this headline reminded me, I don't know if anyone's read the book 48 Laws of Power, 
But one of the laws is never outshine the master. And this is a situation where if you go on skip show like that and you outshine the master, so to speak, it may not end so well for you. And sometimes you need to manipulate things and know your role. If you do want to be successful in situations, that might not be the opportunity to try to outshine the master. Right. Like what's the... Did Shannon Sharp do that? There you go. No. I I don't know. Yeah. I think you you could argue it. Yeah. But like, what's the benefit to Skip for having Nick as his co-host? None. Yeah. Yeah. Former player makes a lot of sense. Except now we all know what's going on. And and you lose a little respect for Skip, right? Like, if you're going to be a debate guy, like, don't be a coward about it. Right. Right. Exactly. Lion's Den, you're still the lion. Prove it. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we've come across some all-time names going through NFL rosters. We will share our favorites right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.